Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast and it is episode 200 today. Not that we're doing anything special, we're just going for the news as per usual. We're going to be talking about San Diego Comic Con, we'll be talking about um, Aragon, we'll also be talking about ABC News, plus sharing our thoughts on some of this week's big new releases. Um, but yeah, episode 200, that's, that's kind of a milestone in some ways. And yeah, it's like, it's kind of fun. It's like if it happened in about four weeks, well, about four or five weeks time, it might have been a bit more, you know, with us being at a D23. But yeah, so no, to episode 200, which kind of, I mean, that's like nearly four years. Four years we've been yeah. doing this nearly. And in November, it's four years. It's like, four years we've been doing this and we were doing yeah. this kingdom before that. So it's, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. But nevertheless, let's jump into it. If you haven't already done so, um, make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. You can like us on here on Twitter. You can on Facebook, YouTube. You can also follow us on all the social media platforms. And yeah, let's just jump into it. So San Diego Comic-Con was last week. Lots of news coming out of that one. Marvel had a huge panel and we found out lots of news. I will. I was going to go to bed because it was about one, two o'clock in the morning my time. I got to about half past 11 and went, so that I'm staying up. So I slept on the couch because rather than because my wife had work at the hospital the next day. Yeah, so I stayed up till it was about half past two. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> So it was, a, it was a long, long night, but it was quite fun kind of just having chats with everyone that was going on. But yeah, lots of stuff announced. So let's jump through all of that stuff first off. So um, some of the things they showed off. So we got a, the first look at um, I Am Groot, a new collection of shorts that is coming out um, on the 10th of August. L real good fun. They're, they're really funny. They're only a couple of minutes each. I, I, my full review will be going up on the 10th. But yeah, you got, if you, it's just stupid. They're just funny and stupid, which is good. And there's and also going to be another five more shorts will be released for that series. So the second season has been confirmed. We've also got um, Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is going to be a um, new Spider-Man series coming in 2024. Um, so this animated series, I'm just trying to think, actually, we did the animation stuff last week, didn't we? Because it was on, or did we not? I can't uh, no, we didn't. We, but we have mentioned this before, but it yeah. was like a year ago at a previous D23 mm. or San Diego or something like that. So it wasn't a brand new announcement, but we got some yeah. slides showing character designs and things like that. Yeah, so um, this one's going to have a second season called um, Sophomore Year as well. That'll be coming later. This new Spider-Man freshman year, is look, it's been confirmed um, since D23 that this is kind of a multiverse story rather than one set in the MCU because there's lots of characters that they've introduced, like Dr. Octopus and stuff. I think they've had to do that because, in all honesty, had they kept it within the MCU, very limiting. They would have been very limited of what they could have done with it. It's kind of like what happened with Gotham over on the DC side. We're like, we're going to do a Batman show, but no Batman and none of the villains. And then by season two, they're like, okay, we're going to put the villains in uh, and and so on. And actually, uh, jumping back, uh, I remember us discussing the, the nuance of freshman and sophomore and junior last week. So we did yes. at least talk yes. about it a little bit. Yeah, so um, also, I uh, was just quickly going to run for a bit more of the animation. So um, season two of What If launches on Disney Plus in early 2023. It's also been confirmed for a second or a third season. Uh, Marvel Zombies as well will be coming, and that's kind of a spinoff. We'll also be getting X-Men 97 in fall of 97, and so therefore there'll be a second season of that one as well. So lots of stuff to be excited for, but there was loads more announcements um, from the main live-action uh, panel. No news of Werewolf by Night. I was I would have lost that bet because I thought that was a shoe in to be revealed there because they've still not officially announced it and it's supposed to be out in a couple of months. Um, 
Uh, it's like at this point, is it just going to be a Disney Plus Day drop? That's what I'm starting to wonder. Like, is it going to be a, a surprise drop or something like that? Um, might be the way they're doing it. But we got a new trailer as well for uh, She Hulk, um, which obviously looks look, looks fun. Um, it it looks a little bit better. The more I've seen of this this week, it looks a little bit better. What about you? Yeah, the graphics are still kind of yeah, uncanny valley. I don't think that's really going to get fixed by the time this comes out. But the the core of it, the story, looks really good. And it does look like they're going with fourth wall breaks, which was a hallmark of her classic series where she, you know, she's talking directly into the camera. Plus, we got a number of cameos in the trailer itself, uh, which suggests we'll be getting even a couple more in once the series itself drops. Looks like it's going to be like almost like because they even joked about the fact of like cameo of the week, which I mm -hmm. thought was um, I like I I would really like to have a little bit more with Marvel these series where there there's an actual beginning, middle, and an end of each episode, and maybe a, a story going right the way through, but a little bit more, you know, rather than just having this massive, great, big, epic um, movie kind of that they seem to be doing. Although we we do remember a lot of the backlash against Mandalorian season one when it really was monster of the week with occasional episodes advancing over a plot and a lot of people didn't like that it, it caught us by surprise i remember mm -hmm. that but by the end we're like yeah no it's a lot of fun but i think marvel well disney kind of got the message that people want continuous narratives rather than monster of the week stuff so I, yeah i think they're going to shy away from that unfortunately Okay, right. So let's go through some of the other things that got revealed. So we also had the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer was revealed. So we've got like the teaser one. This trailer looks great. It's really kind of selling the idea that um, Black Panther is kind of dead and there's going to be replaced, but kind of hinting at it. Um, you've got Namor in there. You've got Ironheart. Um, looks good. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's really kind of caught a lot of people. I think, you know, like this just looks, looks great. Can't wait to see more of it. I... Yeah, it, it looks very good. I, the Atlanteans and Namor, Namor, however you want to pronounce his name, will be interesting to see how they do. I've always found Namor to be a really boring character, honestly. So we'll see how they do with the MCU version. Normally, the MCU version is... When I've said that about characters or plot lines, the MCU has done a better job with them than the comics have. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I would have actually liked a little bit more of Ironheart, but obviously this is not supposed to be her movie. Uh, I just want I wanted to see what they were going to do with her for her show, which obviously doesn't have a trailer yet. Yeah, no. Um, that looks they have released some like action figures and some pop vinyls of her, but it's going to be like an early suit by the looks of it, and then it probably looks like Ironheart. She will get her suit, so kind of like a nice little Disney Plus series um, preview. Um, but yeah, so that one's going to be the end of Phase Four. That was confirmed that that would be the end. Um, which was, it's kind of left phase four is a lot of people like it, it's so muddled up and it's like, well, not really. They've introduced the Modiverse and had it in multiple, um, sort of shows and movies and stuff. Um, but it's more of a reset, isn't it? It was kind of like, right. Everything's over. And it happens in the comic world where they kind of stop after a big event, all have little side stories. And then kind of, you got to start building back up again, rather than going, I think, I think people are a little bit more happy now because we do have um, some endpoints, um, but we'll get right. into them a little bit later. So we've now got the lineup for phase five and also a little bit of a lineup for phase six. So I'm going to go through um, phase five will begin. Um, so we have got, I'm just going to bring this up here now so I can see it. Um, so um, coming in February, um, kicking off phase five is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So that will be coming in 
um, so February the 17th. Um, they got to see a little bit of a clip of this at San Diego. Obviously, they didn't release it online. Special effects and stuff are not ready. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think that one, that one, I, I, I enjoyed both Ant-Man movies. So the more Ant-Man, the best. Better to me. And also, uh, Kang is going to be majorly important in this in this one. And MODOK. Yeah, I'm a little interested about how they're going to do MODOK. But uh, I did like both of the other Ant-Man movies. I know Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of faded away. People kind of forgot about it. Honestly, I think it was a lot of fun. And I really want to see uh, Ghost again. I'm kind of hoping she will show up in, in Thunderbolts to jump ahead yeah. a little bit of it there. Yes. Um, we're also going to get Secret Invasion will be dropping in spring 2023. So this is the scrolls um, with Nick Fury. Um, yeah, I can't wait for this series. This is the one I'm, I'm really looking forward to. And because I enjoyed the comic book, but also it'll be interesting to see where this goes because it, it kind of feels like this is a whole, this could be a massive story within the MCU, but it seems to have just kind of become a Disney. I mean, hopefully at some point it gets, Fred gets picked up along the way and this is just the start of it. Well, again, to jump ahead a little bit, yeah. one of the Avengers titles is called Secret Wars, which seems like yeah. it might be might be an extension of this, might not. We'll see. There's mm. a couple different ways they could do that. Um, again, this will be one of the ones where I'm like, I really did not like the comic version of this. Mm. It bored me to tears, and I thought it was really poorly written. But the MCU has taken uh, storylines that I did not like and made them into much more interesting movies, or in this case, show. Mm. Uh, so obviously I will be giving it a shot anyway. Yeah, that's looking good. And then we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming on May the 5th, 2023. Again, they saw some footage. James Gunn did confirm that the reason it's not being released is the um, the CGI is not good enough. And he doesn't want everyone ripping it apart online because it's just not ready. So and all the, and they all came out on stage and kind of, um, look, I mean, more Guardians is fun. I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot of fun. I think after, after seeing them in 4, uh, 4 Love and Thunder a couple of weeks ago, and also in I Am Groot, I kind of feel like, oh, oh I'm ready. And we've also got the holiday special coming up. No mention of that at, at San Diego Comic-Con either. I guess they wanted to keep the the holiday or uh, those themed things under their belt for, for D23 because we didn't get that and we didn't get Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Um, also in Phase 5, we then move on to Echo is coming in 2023. Um, so this is kind of like the story continuing on from Hawkeye, but also like a stepping stone into another series coming up. That's um, uh, a little bit later on that we'll talk about. Um, Loki season two dropping in summer 2023. More Loki, the better. I mean, I still think that's like one of the best of the Marvel shows so far. It was just on a different level than everything else. It felt like a movie. Um, so I'm looking forward to season two. It felt like a movie. And it also was very important to pushing forward. One of the major plot points that will probably, uh, Again, jumping forward yeah. to an Avengers movie that will be coming out in phase. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to the idea that the, like the main villain was kind of introduced in a Disney Plus series for the next one. I've had, I've, a few, I've said this a few times. People are well, it wasn't technically it was the that Matt. It's like oh no, <laughs> it's like in the mainstream world, the guy we saw in Loki was Kang. There's like the, well, we, what you want to call it, just played by the same actor. It's like yeah, it's technically, but yeah. Well, no. <laughs> The final scenes of Loki season one made it explicitly clear that it was Kang. The, yeah. they, they changed the the monuments that were in yeah. the Time Bureau. Uh, the timeline had obviously been changed. Yeah, he's not called Kang in Loki. It's Kang. Just yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like yeah, okay. Then we get in the Marvels coming um on Ju in July. 
Um, so that will see the continuation of Captain Marvel with the basically lifting straight out of what we just saw in the finale of Miss Marvel's. Uh, Miss Marvel, and also you're going to have an interconnection there with uh, Division as well. Looking forward to seeing that one, seeing where all this one goes. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Go, go, go! Judging by the lack of Miss Marvel in the like uh, trending and and uh, especially in the streaming charts, a lot of people did not check out Miss Marvel, which is a real shame because it is a, it was a really good fun show. Even though we had problems with it, it's it, like just people just seem to have just didn't watch it at all. It, it had a lot of hurdles to overcome and. Mm. Uh, the buzz wasn't enough to overcome the hurdles, but most of the people who watched it did enjoy it based on the, the, you know, arbitrary rotten tomatoes and IMDb user ratings, which, yeah. you know, take them or leave them. But it stumbled a couple in the, a couple points in the middle, but overall, yeah, I really enjoyed that show. And I, I do hope that, uh, we will get more of the character past what we already know about, uh, for mm -hmm. her recurring roles. And then in November, on November the 3rd, just before Thanksgiving, we're getting Blade, so it's been officially confirmed the date. Kind of funny, really, it's like they announced at the last San Diego Comic-Con in 2019, and then we've just had a date. That's all we've known. In three years, we've got a date now. <laughs> That's literally as far as we know on that one. Um, moving on from there, in fall of 2023, we're then getting Iron Heart, which is a brand new series with a new character being introduced in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Kind of interesting with this one, where we are actually, we are getting four... Um, possibly five new Marvel series live action on Disney Plus in 2023, which I still say, is too, I, and I keep saying, I feel like this and this whole thing, there's a lot. And I don't know if that's good or bad. As long as the quality is good, it's fine. If yeah. you see a noticeable quality dip, then it's obviously a problem. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't really believe too much in the idea of like superhero fatigue people have been crowing about that since like the first avengers movie yeah uh, as long as the quality is good people will show up and watch if mm. if they're just cranking them out to crank them out they you'll get initial success mm. and then people will stop having faith in it mm. and drop down yeah i mean i got a feeling secret invasion might be the next big disney plus series to pull people back in i don't i'm hoping she hulk will because of the connection with hulk and people feel a bit more familiar with the character because i mean she's been around for a long time um and yeah she's been so hopefully that might bring it in um moving on to winter 2023 slash 24 so that one might be literally like christmas new year or then i wouldn't be surprised if it slipped into 2024 agatha coven of chaos have renamed it from house of harkness so that's going to be like the one division slash um sort of spin-off series um again we know nothing about that one that one doesn't even start filming until later this year but yeah so that that one i i actually think the name's actually better i do prefer the new the new name i kind of like it's got a, a more catchy ring to it plus it ties it back in with you know, the the whole idea of the scarlet witch and the chaos magic and things like that yeah house of harkness kind of it it's well, not so catchy but also it's like it sounds like a bit more like a ghost horror thing whereas coven of chaos is just you know a bit more witchy also if you didn't watch wandavision harkness doesn't mean anything yeah. to you it's yeah. not Oh yes, I've been waiting for the Harkness series to come out. Whereas Coven of Chaos has a much more uh, generic, but in a good way, feel yeah. where you can go. Oh, this is what this is about. Yeah, and then we have one which I personally feel like is kind of the one I'm looking forward to the most out of all this. Spring 2024, Daredevil: Born Again, 18 episodes with um, Daredevil and Kingpin in here. And um, this one really caught it. I mean, we've kind of known that they were developing it and they didn't spend all that money on 
Netflix to get these shows onto Disney Plus for no reason. Um, but yeah, 18 episodes. I mean, how is this going to work? Are they going to do two episodes a week? Are they going to go weekly? I mean, for 18, 19, you know, that's like four months. That's a long time. Um, I love Daredevil. That was the whole reason I got Netflix. And yeah, this this sounds good to me. And also with him being in um, Echo as well, kind of. We, we and he's going to be in She-Hulk because he he was spotted in the She-Hulk trailer. Um, yeah, it looks like we're going to really Daredevil was really in. I think the surprise was that they announced it this far out. Yeah, you know, we kind of figured they'd let the character simmer a little bit, maybe make a couple more cameos like She-Hulk, and and then we would find out that they were going to come back. But oh yeah, I I haven't talked to a single person who's like, no, I can't believe they're bringing Daredevil back. What is this? This is a waste yeah. of their time. Um, the real question, of course, is the one you already raised, which is 18 episodes. How are they going to do this? I don't see it as a two two times per week because then that's functionally just a single episode cut in half. But yeah, <laughs> I had the exact same. Someone said that to us like, yeah, but then you, what's the point? It's not 18 episodes then. It's just nine episodes. <laughs> it's, not, it's nine episodes with a potty break in the middle of them. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, either way, the, the real question, of course, something we've talked about many, many times in the past is that series have been very bloated in the past using the, you know, agents of shield or the CWDC shows. Um, and hopefully having announced 18 episodes, they have very specifically planned out 18 episodes worth of content. Cause we don't want to be talking like week seven, week eight. We're just going, this is such a filler episode. Yeah. What is going on? Why are, why are they wasting our time with this? We do not want to say that. So hopefully we will have 18 very exciting episodes of, uh, a property i think we all are, are very easy yeah i mean to me like in 18 episodes you need two or three major storylines kind mm -hmm. of and being ending in the middle um maybe they drop like three episodes at the beginning and maybe drop like two episodes at the finale to kind of give a bit of a, a push at the end they might maybe even a bit of a, a binge uh maybe pick them up into sections and stuff maybe do that um and do what they did with stranger things because it's gonna be weird with this one because everyone's been used to the netflix model for the binge um, but I can't see Disney binge dropping 18 seasons, uh, 18 episodes. Um, yeah, it just doesn't seem right. And I will tell you right now, if they if they binge drop 18 episodes, no matter how excited I am for it, you guys are getting a review for like four episodes. <laughs> you know? just, just saying. It's quite bad with that one. And then we're getting Captain America New World Order. I'm um, coming on May the 23rd. Sorry, May 3rd, 2024. Um, so that one's looking good. Um, nice to have it confirmed. They also very, very clearly were like, this is Sam Wilson. This is not Steve Rogers. I think they, it's like this whole thing that came out a couple of weeks ago with this whole thing of like, we didn't spend all this time doing this <laughs> just for him to come back, you know? Um, and yeah, so I think that's good. A lot of this stuff and the next movie is where that was revealed was Thunderbolts, which is the end of phase five. Um, July the 20th, 25th, I think it is, or 26th of um, 2024. That's going to bring together all the villains for like an Avengers lights kind of version, which in all honesty, yeah, I mean, we knew about, we knew about all of this. I mean, we've, we've been hearing about most of this for a while. Um, I don't think anything there was a really um, shocking you know we knew they were making a captain america movie we knew they were making a daredevil one we knew they were making thunderbolt so it made sense for them to announce these here yeah and there will probably be additional announcements over time as we get closer smaller series that don't need as much production lead time uh will get added in uh as well 
Yes. Um, also, then, which is where things really took a step up, which we were not expecting, was uh, Avengers. They announced then some of the Space Six, which is going to be coming with Fantastic Four on November the eighth, twenty twenty four. Obviously, they announced that back at San Diego Comic Con twenty nineteen. So now we've got a date. They also, and this was this really the shock. I think a lot of people was Avengers: The Kang Dynasty coming on May the second, twenty twenty five. Followed with Avengers Secret Wars on November the 7th, 2025. So we're getting two Avengers movies within six months. This is the anchor point, I think, of everybody then knows that this is the, because we know it's now the multiverse saga, that phase four, five, and six is the multiverse saga. That is what they're building towards. Everyone knows now there's Avengers movies at the end. They know that it's about the multiverse. We know we've got Kang. It kind of like put all a lot of the problems that people were starting to go. Well, I don't know where it's going. <laughs> I don't. I can't work out. You can't work out the modiverse. <laughs> We've had enough of it already. But yeah. So yeah. So now we know that those are the dates that they're putting in. We are. They are going to be more announcements at D twenty three Expo. They got a presentation there. Expecting some more uh, things to be announced. Plus also cast direct i wouldn't be at all surprised if we find out who the fantastic four are um maybe information about who the thunderbolts are going to be and generally just filling out that number a little bit because while that is still a way away and there's actually still there's a whole other d23 before um well when would it be it'd be 2020 yeah so the next um sort of d23 will be just before uh fantastic four so i'm not expecting too much on phase six but i in some ways to me it would make much more sense for them just to put out the logo and a name and be like we're doing nova and we're doing this and we're doing that because if it's going to just drop on on a deadline article on the middle of a tuesday you might as well get a bit of a, a bump from it right yeah it like i said there's probably a lot more announcements uh, coming over the next couple of years, these are the big ones. These are the anchor points, not just the Avengers ones, but these are the big movies that uh, really are going to draw people in. But Disney Plus is going to have its own stuff. There will probably be some other smaller items coming in there. Also wanted to point out, we have the Fantastic Four movie. We don't know who the casting is. I don't think people should get their hopes up that John Krasinski will be back as Mr. Fantastic. He has very explicitly oh, stated yeah, yeah. that oh, he is Evans. very busy. Uh I don't think anyone was asking for Chris Evans to come back as the Human Torch, but oh, just in on. case, actually, that admittedly that would be a really fun thing, and it would fit with the Fantastic Four theme, where they yeah. just had here's the original Fantastic Four, here's the uh, Fantastic Four stick or whatever that was that was junk from yeah. a handful of years ago, and here's the new one, and and then yeah, have Chris Evans, have Michael B. Jordan in there, and just have fun with it. It would be on brand with Fantastic yeah. Four. The thing is as well, apparently it's not going to be an origin film. It's They're not mm -hmm. playing. It's like, well, you've done three Fantastic Four films now. I think we're at a point now where, you know, we don't need to see them get hit. You know, they can reference it. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if we see um, you know, maybe a little bit in like Ant-Man with Kang and, you know, maybe in some of these other, pro other things, we might see the odd little um, cameo, you know, maybe Reed Richards is working with somebody or something. You know, I think that would make sense for them to kind of build up that way, even if he hasn't got his powers and stuff. Um, and, yeah. and also probably little Easter egg drops too. Like they've mentioned the Baxter building before, which is one of the yeah. traditional bases of the Fantastic Four. Uh, some of the villains involved uh, in the upcoming movies are traditional Fantastic Four villains. Some of them have been co-opted as mm -hmm. Avengers villains. So 
I expect that, yeah, before the Fantastic Four movie, we will learn more about the characters and more about the plans yeah. from other properties, not just from San Diego and D23. Yeah, I'm hoping Doom kind of gets help. I don't know if they're going to go into X-Men in Phase 7. Um, yeah, uh, I don't it's, know. It's Doom could be the bad guy of Phase 7, 8, and 9 if they really wanted to. He has enough yeah. clout and uh, overarching power to do that. But if Latveria, his fictional country, has not been established at this point, I'm not entirely sure how they, they're going to do it. Because he, he is supposed to be a world power, uh, yeah. even when you first meet him. But we'll see. There, there's still like three phases before we even start <laughs> thinking about Phase 7. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny because I saw a, a video. Um, Brandon from comicbook.com was uh, talking with Kevin Feige, and he said, "He said, are you going to do the X Men for Phase Ten? And he goes, "You want to wait that long? I don't." <laughs> that, was <a> slap. <laughs> that would annoy people just for that um, little Easter egg drop at the yeah. end of Miss Marvel, where like you have a mutation. I'm like, oh, okay, X Men are coming soon. Awesome, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be packed. So there's a lot, a lot to take in there. Lots of stuff. We've obviously all of this stuff's going to arrive on Disney Plus at some point. We have got all these new series, and there's going to be more series and stuff. Um, hopefully, we get there. Probably be some special specials and little bits and pieces going along the line. But yeah, I did. I said to my wife because uh, I went out with my mum and dad the following day, and it was like I was like eating a roast dinner out for lunch, and I went, "Oh, I barely slept last night because of all this Marvel stuff." So I was telling my dad, I was like. I said, yeah, Dad, there's, a, there's, no, there's this Marvel stuff coming to Disney Plus for at least another three, four years. <laughs> it's just, just like, oh, really? I said, yep. I said, I said, it ain't going anywhere. I said, make sure you watch Ms. Marvel. <laughs> no. As I said before, keep the quality up and people mm. will continue to watch. That's that's the bottom line. It, mm. If they let the quality dip off, and it does, obviously they have no intention of doing so, but we saw what happened with Star Wars as well. Uh People will continue to watch. People will continue to get excited. Yes, there was a lot of grumbling. Oh, phase four is unfocused. Like, well, now you can see where the threads that they were planting going. You know, the yeah. stuff with uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus is going into Thunderbolts. Yeah. Uh, things like Loki are going into the Kang Dynasty, Secret Invasion, and things of that nature going over to Secret Wars. And yeah, because where the. There's been a lot of talk about Secret Wars or where they might go because obviously the, the 1980s version, the original one, was much more commercial with it just basically being there to be a comic book series to sell toys and to repackage a load of characters with new with new um, like Black Suit Spider Man, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Like, and then there's obviously uh, Battle Worlds, um, and I think a lot of people's minds are thinking they might. might the MCU might keep it a little bit more simpler than doing the battle worlds because it might, it, there might not be enough time. You know, that that was in some ways too elaborate. Uh, yeah, just like Civil War was, you know, a huge spanning everything, every single character kind of thing, and they just compressed it down into about a dozen characters. If if they did battle worlds, it would be so much smaller scale. Mm. Uh, although, you know, in the comics, the battle worlds objective was to you know simplify a lot of origins and deal with a lot of the you know just chaff that had been building up over the years by the time they get to that in the mcu they might need to do it because they've got a lot of different things going on now i imagine also with secret wars they might be one of those situations where they can pull in variants from different superhero versions from and you know, they can bring back a new captain you know all the different versions of everybody and they're fighting off and basically humans don't know what's going on 
kind of thing. And yeah, so there's there's a lot to be unpacked, but obviously we're going to have to wait and we'll find out more at D23. We'll get a bit of a better lineup because then we won't probably know much more for a while then. Um, also at San Diego Comic-Con, it was announced that the Orville is going to be coming to Disney Plus in the United States on the 10th of August. Um, all three seasons will be available because the finale is next week on Hulu and on Disney Plus internationally. As someone, you know, we've been talking about the Orville for the last eight weeks and we'll be late on Lucky a little bit again. more. Um, I mean, I, I mean, even it's, it's a really good series. It is. A, and it's like, this is where this is kind of annoying of just like Disney are kind of like, here's something for everybody, but this is all you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you got this massive collection, but given everybody Orville, it's great on a couple. There's one major reason why I'm like looking forward to this is if it means that more people watch this show and it improves the chances of a renewal for a fourth season. This is what we this is what this show needed. I think. I do think it would have been better off on Disney Plus to begin with, but obviously there was might have been contracts in place and all the rest of it. But I, I this 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 went down really well. This was a nice little surprise, just literally the drop just before all that Marvel news. It kind of got a little bit washed away after after that. Yeah, but this is a a good setting the setting the idea for more stuff coming over in advance of what we're predicting will probably be when the ad tier drops of a lot more stuff coming over, but it, it's just this slow trickle, getting people used to the idea of stuff. That's not explicitly uh, Disney being on Disney plus in the American release. And yeah, I'm very excited for it. If you guys haven't seen the Orville, uh, highly recommended the first season in particular does have some rough patches some some spots where they, the, they aren't as good as they they could have been, but it was very much a, a trying to find its voice kind of mm -hmm. thing. And then season three, as much as we're enjoying it, is a big departure in terms of tone. The the humor yeah. is almost entirely gone, except for bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, because I, I remember saying this to my dad because he's a big Trekkie, and I said, you know, watch Orville, try and go through season one. It, it, now you know. Oh, oh that's great. He's, he's like, when's a new episode? Because, you know, <laughs> you know they, they, he's what, and that's, that's great. I mean, the fact that my dad likes it, and he doesn't, he's never watched Ted or Family Guy. He'd never watch it. He would never go anywhere near it with a barge pole. Um, but Orville is a fantastic series. It's one of the best series of the year so far. Um, it, it, I mean, again, this week's episode, you know, this is, this is like movie quality. You know, we're getting proper space battles. It's, it is basically Star Trek without, Star Trek. It's it's just a lot of fun. I just really really enjoy the series. So this was a this is a really good addition for Disney Plus for the US. It's a Star Trek without having to worry about several decades worth of uh, backstory and mm. um, also allowing them to to go after some issues that Star Trek has been kind of unwilling to go after yet, which is interesting because mm. you know part of what made the original Star Trek so special was it did tackle a lot of these things and current Star Trek seems to be a bit more of directionless. Although, again, broken record here, Strange New Worlds was a step in the right direction for that series. I still haven't started that one. That's on my... I've so, so many shows. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be a big one that will be dropping. Um, also, um, it has been revealed this week kind of abruptly, and um, there's going to be a new version of Ergon. Um, they're going to be creating um, a series based on the inheritance cycle. Um, there was a lot of talk last year of trying to get this one up and running. Um, it's happened that the creators come out on social media and confirmed that they're working on it. It's probably years away. 
but again more fantasy more big you know they're really kind of leaning in on this um a lot of people are excited about this um you know it's that kind of thing of you know there's four books you know there's a lot of story there and you know yeah it, it done properly it might work a lot better this time the movie was awful um but that doesn't necessarily mean the actual story of the original book was. I think that's why everyone hated the movie a lot. Was same thing with the Percy Jackson's one, where the it, the movie didn't capture the book. Um, yeah. I, so I've never read. I've I've tried to read the book, the the first one, a couple times. I could not get into it, but I know a lot of people who really do love that series. And anytime you mention it, the it, it's in the same category as like Avatar, The Last Year of Bender, and Percy Jackson. Like, what movie? There's no movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was never created. Um, but they're very excited for this. And I'm really hoping that Disney will take what they're learning working with um, Rick Riordan and, and the Percy Jackson series and going, yes, if we work with the creator and we make them part of the process and let them do their own hype, uh, people will actually get really excited about it. And early indications are that uh, I probably butchered the name, but Christopher Paolini, yeah, who is the writer of the Inheritance Cycle, uh, is going to be very involved with this in much the same way that Rick Riordan is with the Percy yeah. Jackson. And I think that is the core of it. If they can continue going, we're working with him, we're taking his his lead on things. Maybe he'll have a hand in casting and writing and all that then the fans can can really get behind this. But again, years yeah. out. But also for me, it's more about having a creative lead, somebody creative that, that this is their baby. This is what they want to create. This is their story. And having more control over it will lead to a better, usually will lead to a better product because they've got the care. If you just keep randomly putting, you know, chief executive in, right, we want a franchise. We want seven films out of this or seven series. Well, if you let the creator do it, you're more likely going to get it than if you just put some random executive in that just, you know, otherwise we end up with another one of the, um, what was that one last year? Um, the one that we uh, all uh, Artemis, Fa Ar Artemis Fowl, you know, that, you know, that kind of thing where, you know, they planned a franchise before they'd even got the basics sorted. I think we're finally at the point where companies are realizing you don't have to chase after Harry Potter anymore. Uh, you can kind of go in and tell your own story. And they've also started to recognize that part of what made say Harry Potter and even the hunger games really popular was uh, that they, they did hold to the books. The books mm -hmm. are popular for a reason. Maybe don't try to reinvent the wheel. And that was a, yeah. a big problem with a lot of these young adult movies that came out after Harry Potter. And also as well, uh, the series gives them more time. They're not being rushed with like trying to fit it into like a, mm -hmm. a two minute. Um, yeah. It's, so that should be a lot better. It, it is fun watching the like the Harry Potter fandoms every once in a while going like, why didn't they include this tiny little minuscule detail that has no impact later? And it's like, because it's a movie. It It's two and a half hours. They have to cut things out. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to go in and like every single word of Aragon or every single word of Percy Jackson to be in there, but they have more room to expand on these smaller, smaller plot points that you're complaining are not in Harry Potter. Yeah, so that, that one is going to be another big new series coming in. Um, a final bit of news. Um, Disney this week has launched um, ABC News Studios. So this is a brand new studios that will be creating content for um, ABC, Hulu, Disney Plus, and National Geographic. They currently have over three feature documentaries in 15 different series in production, um, including one of them is going to be a documentary on Cinderella from the, uh, about the 25th anniversary of the Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella, which recently got added to Disney Plus. You've also got um, a documentary about the upcoming uh, Disney Plus series, Awagu. And plus there's lots more. Now, the interesting is, 
this one's a bit of a, a funny one because in the last couple of weeks, we've had a load of these drop onto Disney Plus here in the UK and internationally. Like all the, the like they've suddenly like gone, hmm. What are you lot doing over there? What are you? Oh, you're making stuff. Yeah, put it on. <laughs> we get it on. Um, we're seeing tons of this stuff arriving on Disney Plus over here in the UK. So much that they even ended up making a, um, a like a, basically a, a host section just for it. So I'll just bring this up so people can see um, at home. Uh, so we've got now this true crime collection and a lot of this stuff, wild crime, keeper of ashes, captive audience. Um, have you seen this? Man? These are all made by ABC news studios. Um, the con, you know, we're really, you know, uh, the city of angels. We're seeing a lot of this stuff arriving, um, internationally as star originals. So it's, it's quite a big aspect really of Disney plus at the minute, um, of just bringing in, a different kind of content again using that abc news studios you know they're making all of these documentaries for hulu putting them onto disney plus around the world and it's like these are originals original content a different audience completely and it's like yeah why it's like they just it's like suddenly suddenly they realize they had this news company over here making all this stuff of like well yeah you guys can feed into the streaming service better too and I think this is great. I mean, they got, like I said, they've got loads of stuff coming. Um, just more choice is great. It is. And, you know, we've, we talk about National Geographic's all the time. We love their documentaries, but they are National Geographic's. Their, their focus is on animals and planet issues and things like that. And then you've got ESPN doing like 30 and 30. And, but again, very sports focused. This gives them an entirely different range of topics that they can cover under this to the point where, you know, you've got this true crime section in Disney plus internationally, which we wouldn't even think of having at the moment because, you know, your true crime section in America is going to be Chippendale and, rescue rangers. Chippendale <laughs> rescue rangers. Yeah. That, that, that's probably about it. But, you know, we, we get to start moving away from it's under the Marvel banner. It's under the star Wars banner. It's under the national geographics banner and actually going in. No, now we can have genre banners, which, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like such a silly, small thing, but it's not what we've had in the past. No, well, this is the thing here, like in the UK, I've just brought this up so people can watch. You know, we've got this documentaries and reality section, and adult animation, science fiction, drama, romance, suspect and thrillers, action and adventure, horror. I put up a, a thing on Twitter earlier this week replying to someone with this horror collection. American Americans were just, like, amazed at, like, you know, this stuff being on Disney+. Plus. So just like, hey... I'm like, yeah, this is what Disney Plus is like when you, you know, you unleash the beast. <laughs> you know, when you un un unchain Disney Plus from from being a, a child's show. Um, and it is, you know, there's a lot of great stuff there. But um, I personally thought this ABC News stuff is like, there's a lot of people not paying attention to it. But I know internationally, there was a lot of people going, oh, we've been watching all this stuff lately. You know, this is, this is some good original content. And it's something different. It's exclusive. And it's separating disney plus from other platforms of like going you're giving us more choice it's not all just dramas it's not all just kids shows it's not just movies oh now we're getting some like documentary stuff that's not national geographic it's not going to hit a big audience but this stuff is a lot cheaper to make but yeah no i i, I think this is great this is again just feeding feeding the beast feeding the streaming services yeah and worth pointing out you'd you know, you had the true crime up. That's not the only kind of documentary they're going to be putting up. There'll, there will be other documentaries that you may want to share with your kids or you may 
want to share with teenagers, things like that. So it's yeah. not it's not strictly going to be um, only murders in the building, real life edition. Or yeah, well, like I mean, that. like I said, there's like one around about um, Cinderella. There's one about um, influencer influence culture um, through like um, first through social media. There's ones here about. Um, was it like a, a grails of opening up a golf course as um, the explorer one that we recently saw they got added to disney plus a couple of weeks ago you know with national geographic going around the world doing stuff there's crime stuff there's all it's all kinds of things but yeah that it's just exciting just to have something different something and you know a lot of people are enjoying it it's not main, it's not the biggest thing but it's still original content which is what disney plus needs I would not underestimate the the value of uh, true crime, though. True crime has become one of the staples on Netflix. You know, they mm. they seem to have one every couple of weeks to the point where it's now a meme. Uh, and obviously, the true crime podcasts are massively popular. So, it's a different audience. You know, you're not going to put little eight year old Susie down and watch somebody get mis dismembered and explain, you know, how it happened in real life. But there is a very big audience for this kind of content. Well, I mean, you know, currently I'm watching um, Under the Banner of Heaven. You know, the, the Dropout was another big one. Um, the, these series are big. Um, the Staircase um, recently on HBO, that was based on a Netflix documentary. And there's a lot of great stuff coming in this way. But yeah, so that, that's the news. So before we jump into some of the quick reviews, just a quick bit of housekeeping. Thank you very much to all of our supporters on Patreon and YouTube channel members. They get to support the channel each month and your help really does make a big difference, helps us pay for the software, pays for all the um, hosting fees that we um, put out for the podcasts, and it really means a lot. So a big thank you and hello to Paul, Daniel, Elliot, Aero, Khalid, Red Marsman, Cody, Chris, Jacob, Darren, Lauren, Sarah, we've got The Juice, and Andrew, thank you for your support. While over on YouTube, big thank you to Manmau, Raphael, Adam, Dana, Ricky, we've also got Dave, my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, and Jeremy, and also a big, big, big thank you Sarah for the executive level. I'll be back tomorrow with a on Sunday night with another live Q and A to make sure you get your questions in for that one. And yeah, let's now jump into some of the reviews. Now there was, um, in terms of originals, it was a very light week in the US, um, but I have got some other stuff that we're going to talk about. Um, so first off, let's start off, as I said, I mentioned I've watched Iron Group, which is a lot of fun, but the full review will come in a couple of weeks. Um, also coming up next week, we've got Prey, but we can't talk about that. No, I haven't seen that one yet. Um, the other one is Lego Star Wars, uh, the Summer Vacation. Special, yeah. Now that's coming out um, next week. I think that's on the 5th as well. So this one is basically it's about a 40 minute document, about a 40 minute special <laughs> with three different stories with an overarching theme. Basically Ray and Finn all go on the Galactic Star Cruiser on holiday. Slight little connection there with the new hotel that's opened up in well, Disney World. So they've gone on holiday but Finn is visited by three ghosts, three force ghosts including uh, Luke Skywalker, which, no, not, yeah, so it's not Luke Skywalker, sorry. It's um, Obi-Wan Kenobi takes them back to a story about him being relaxing and, and having some fun with a rebel spy um, on Tatooine. You've also got Anakin goes, tells a story of Darth Vader and Palpatine going to the beach for a vacation. And then you've also got um, another one, and I've completely gone blank. Oh, oh, it was um, Leia and... Han take 
little Kylo on holiday and he steals the Millennium Falcon. Um, so there's like three little stories. Personally, I would have just preferred three, sh four shorts separating rather than this like overarching. It's just more of the same. Um, it's okay. I didn't, I wasn't blown away. I didn't, wasn't laughing. There's lots of little Easter eggs and stuff like that there. That kind of follows on very similar to what we saw with like the holiday special and the terrifying tales. You know, these guys, it's just, they just moved on to a different um, holiday. So I'm guessing we're going to have Star Wars Easter vacation or something like that, or, you know, Star Wars Valentine's or Star Wars pancake day or something like that next. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind Pancake Day. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's fun. It is what it is. Um, I wasn't, like I said, it's, if you like Lego Star Wars animated specials, you'll like this one. Um, yeah, it's it's for, good for kids, but it, it, it didn't blow me away. Yeah, and that does seem to be the, the common refrain with the, the more recent Star Wars Lego stuff. So I think they have done a much better job with the, the Lego Star Wars when it's directly parodying something that already exists, you know, when they yeah. did like the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy Lego wise, not just the games, but the actual releases or when they even like the Freemakers saga yeah. was, was a lot. It, it really feels like they're on autopilot at the moment. They kind of need to shake it up a bit. I, I have not seen this one yet. I will watch it this week, but that's about where my expectations were yeah. to begin with. Uh, it'll, it'll be amusing, but not funny. Yeah, kind of in that area. Yeah, we also had a new episode of The Orville. That one dropped on Disney Plus around the world and on Hulu in the US. Um, again, you guys can all watch it in the US in a couple of weeks' time when it drops. Um, another big heavy-hitting episode. Lots of, lots of special effects. Lots of Star Wars. Or lots of fighting in space. Um, lots of aliens. I, I mean, these episodes are kind of bordering on... We're going into, like, Stranger Things territory. I mean, I think this, this week's one was... About uh, what was about an hour and twenty minutes? Uh, actually, it was. I thought it was a little bit shorter than the other episodes were, but yeah, it's it's like I mean these episodes on um this season are just like crazy long. Of uh, just like you know they're they're not cutting corners here. You know, it feels like every episode is almost getting enough time that they need. Um, rather than just I'm just gonna have a look here, see for season three. So we've got so, so see we're up to seventy minutes. If seventy nine minutes was Domino. You know, so that nearly an hour and a half. You know, that's, that's, that's quite a bit for for an episode. It's quite a bit. Um, having said all oh, that, last, the, I, was, I was just going to say last week's episode was eighty-seven minutes. Yeah, like I said, I, I did feel it was a little bit shorter than other ones, but um, the final battle was really, really good in terms of special effects, intensity. You really kind of got into the what's going to happen, how are they going to resolve this, and so on. But the first half of the episode, I think, is probably the weakest the Orville has been the entire season. It, I don't say this lightly, but I think the writing was actually really poor this week. It's like they were trying to, they knew where they were trying to get to, but couldn't get there quick enough and couldn't kind of, well, it, I don't know. Yeah, it's so, just like, it's, like I said, this whole thing with, I did find the whole thing of going, whoa, 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 whoa. We went from like trying to wipe them out to then taking them on to then take out somebody else that was it was like no this i mean obviously we're gonna have to have a big setup for the big finale next week um we're obviously they're all gonna have to come together at some point but it was did seem very naive of the federation whatever they want to yeah. call them um we're just like you guys are massively you've got three people that three different teams that hate you and you yeah i don't know it was a bit of an odd one 
And it, and it starts off with, we have finally developed a super weapon that will destroy the Kalon. It's like, wait, what? Where'd this come from? When did this happen? And and it's just kind of magically there at the beginning of the episode. And it, it just felt like they did not know how to wrap this up in the time that they had, because one more episode left. And and then, yeah, the, the entire rest of the episode relies on everybody just being completely stupid. The Kalons themselves say, yes, you have the weapon, but the second you don't have the weapon, we're going to destroy you. And it's like, oh, yeah, we should make peace with these guys. No, we... <laughs> Yeah, it was very weird. Like, we should not destroy, you know, we don't want to wipe them all out. They're going to kill you. Mm -hmm. I would like you to have a little bit more discussion about this. <laughs> they, like, they... They've stolen the thing and they're going to set it off. Well, all right then. <laughs> no, okay. Well, we're going to go ask the people who the weapon destroys to help us recapture the weapon so we can continue to hold it over their head. It's like, yeah. in what Did... reality does this work? It's kind of funny because I watched this one a little bit later because I saw a lot of people like saying how it was a really great episode and you know, there's something that's sad that happens in there, which I didn't really think was that like I wasn't really that bothered. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, but then it was this kind of thing I was a bit like, oh, that wasn't as good as I was. Everyone was hyping it up to be. It was, um, yeah, it's just felt a little bit of an odd episode. Again, the the last thirty minutes or so, which is the the big fight and them doing functionally a death star attack run and you know yeah. trying to 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 destroy the super weapon or recapture the super weapon and was really intense it was really well done special effects value were great the, there was intensity again the, the the sad moment was with like the one character that you could afford to do it with and and not overall impacted granted that character has had a decent arc through it but it's also been a very paint by numbers i hate yeah. this character Okay, that character's not actually that bad. Okay, now I have a reason to to continue fighting. Oh, I'm gonna sacrifice, and I will I will see my reason for fighting again because you know they're yeah. gone. And if you've been following the season and you haven't seen this episode, you probably have put the pieces together there. But yeah, the writing overall just felt like we need to get from point A to point B, where it's gonna be these characters versus these characters, just throw something together to make it happen and then we'll we'll skate by by having a great fight at the end and it's like because i actually got to the point where i was like i'm going to pause this and go do something else for a while because the writing is annoying me that much and it finishes strong but the how we get there is bluntly it's awful it, it is really bad writing yeah i mean it's kind of one of those things of them taking a number of things that have been happening throughout the, throughout the season and bringing them all together um which kind of made sense but um, it did feel a little bit silly of suddenly you're your big villain, suddenly you're having to te team up with and, them. And, and again, not covering the basic issue, which was the whole reason the Mocklins left the the uh, confederate, whatever they call it, the confederation. That's what it is. It's, not, it's not called the confederacy. That's a different thing entirely. Uh, confederation of planets. And it was like this whole, like, we have no respect for females thing. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to ally with the with the with these bad guys who are run by a woman. And it's like, yeah. how do you square this? They are very specifically misogynistic. That mm -hmm. is their defining character trait. And now there's like, yeah, okay. Um, we're fine with this now. And it's like, I, I almost wish that some of the humor had come back then and they had done like a, Oh, they just really want to be dominated by a woman kind of angle, but that, that would have yeah. been funny and kind of could have worked. Yeah. Um, but no, they're just like, Okay, yeah, we're fine with it because we hate these guys more. Uh, we're we're gonna forget that we hate women too. Like, okay, yeah. 
No, it was, it was a very, it was a very strange that one. It kind of, like you say, it kind of dipped off. I mean, hopefully the finale they will hit 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 the land running. I mean, because generally it's been a really good series, but um, so it'll be good next week when we get that one. Um, also, we had a new episode of Only Murders in the Building, so that dropped on uh, Tuesday uh, on Disney Plus around the world and on Hulu in the US. Um, again, I was just I was just trying to I had suddenly had a blank going. Well, what was this week's episode? Which shows you how. I don't, it's like, that's a bit of a filler episode when I can't actually remember what has happened. There were some pieces moving around and obviously um, there was some talk about Kara's character, you know, um, what her motives there are. But yeah, th I had the same thing where I was like, <laughs> wait, I need to remind myself what happened, which is not a good sign when you're no. doing such a, a plot heavy uh, series like Only Murders. So not one of the better episodes yeah, it's kind of just like moving everything forward. I think a lot of it was just setting up um, Selena Gomez's character and obviously the big reveal with Kara kind of turning on her to kind of take some photographs, which seemed... That was like, a really weird scene, honestly. Yeah, it's very odd. But So let's see where that series goes, because it definitely felt like this week was like, oh, this is just moving the things around a little bit to, um, to get things sorted. Right. And there is, of course, the important bit where they have the little paint bomb, the glitter bomb on who is maybe the villain, probably the villain. And then of course, ending with the cliffhanger of um, confronting Selena on yeah. the train and, and where that led with the cliffhanger into next mm. episode. Uh, we'll have to see definitely not one of the stronger episodes no. of the series. Um, also this week, we had a new film release called Not Okay, which was released yesterday on Hulu in the US and on Disney Plus around the world. It's a general theme this week of the, mm. all the good stuff. Um, a new film that's kind of, it's a, bit, a little bit like influencer kind of based about the, the pitfalls of fame. Um, this girl, depressed, has a real bad, she's just not very happy. She's just not got what she wants. Um, she's not really... But she's not only just she doesn't have what she wants and she's depressed, but she's not really kind of making friends because she's just her her attitude is not great. So she ends up kind of faking going to France on holiday on on social media, which she can't because she can't afford it. Um, so she's just trying to impress a boy and trying to get some Instagram likes. All backfires when um, a bomb goes off in Paris, and of course she's then pretending that she was there and she suddenly comes this online hero. Um, she ends up meeting up with a, a, sh a school shooting survivor and they can become friends. And then slowly, she, you know, she starts to come around to the idea of what she's done, owns up to it. And then the consequences that come away from that. Um, this like, is a bit of a weird one for me. Cause it's like, I liked it in some respects. I like, I like the basics as a story. There was some stuff that I wasn't so keen on, but it felt a little bit, uh, bloated it could have done with some trimming um in some way the friend didn't i don't know if the like the school shooting thing was needed it felt a little bit kind of forced into it i know she, and the whole thing with the boy i mean he was just he he was just like completely pointless um because he was a douche <laughs> he's the motivating influence he's the why she's doing this in the first place he said she wants to impress him yeah. uh, he's not even following her instagram before yeah. this it happens and then uh and then she's in France, quote unquote, yeah. and, and he's following her at that point. So, yay, she's happy and kind of. And, and then, of course, it all explodes from there and he kind of drops away. I think the school shooting survivor, the idea, even if they didn't quite execute on it, was supposed to show her, you know, what an actual tragedy survivor 
yeah. is like and kind of put a mirror up to her and go, no, you are this is not you. You mm. are pretending to be this. And this is the trauma of what going through one of these things actually looks like. But I, I don't think they quite pulled that off properly. Yeah. It would have been nicer had she not been pushed into coming out. That would have been a bit more because I think like the you know like the, the the redemption arc it was a little bit like you know oh so she's been found out and she's come clean and then it was like even the end of it and I didn't really feel like she really kind of kind of grasped it a bit she was so I mean yeah she deleted all the social media and had to move in with her parents and that kind of was like okay yeah so yeah so she failed and she's she's lost everything for from it but you know she still ended up I don't know it was a little it. It was a bit dull in places. I, it wasn't much of a comedy. It was more of a dark comedy. Um, again, perfect for just straight to streaming. Probably could have done with a little bit of clipping to make it a little bit shorter. Um, in some ways, it, like of a little bit of tweaking, this could have been like an episode of like American Horror Stories or something like that. If they <laughs> tweaked a little bit, and the guys, this, somebody, yeah, yeah. I mean, this uh, I would say Black Mirror it mm. basically did. Black Mirror did it better. Honestly, yeah. heck, the Orville did it better with the episode in like season one or two where they they landed on a planet that's controlled entirely by upvotes and downvotes. Yeah. And it's like uh, and mind you, I didn't even really like that episode very much, yeah. but it, they did it better than this did. There is the core of a good idea here. Um, but yeah, it needed some additional editing. It needed some tightening up and some focusing. Uh, I will say the the actress, um, and I don't know her name offhand. The Zoe main Dush, actress, so Zoe Dutch, Zoe Dutch, something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, Zoe definitely. Uh, she did a good job because this is not an easy character to portray. You're not supposed to like this no. character. She and she does not get a redemption arc. Uh, no, they they kind of hint at it, and then she just falls off, and it's like, yeah. no, no, this is this is not my fault. This is other people. Like, okay, all right, or whatever. Um, she does the Zoe does a very good job of portraying this because at the end of the day, you know, you're supposed to hate the character, but you're not supposed to hate Zoe. And I think that she she finds that pretty well in there. Yeah. It's yeah, it was it, it was it was it was a very strange one because um it's also one of those like weird things of like for some reason, like we weren't given them early, and some some of them in America were, but it was that kind of weird thing of like Okay, if we're not seeing it beforehand, that generally is not a good sign. Um, but yeah, so it was okay. I'm I'm glad I'm I watched it. I feel like I could I un, I understood it a little bit more because obviously with doing like YouTube and social media, so I'm much more aware of like what can happen and, and hearing stories of when things go wrong. So I, I could emphasize a little bit with that whole thing of it, but yeah, the character was so unlikable, but she was supposed to be. That was the key thing. You know, I mean, the whole trailer at the beginning was along the lines of, it's okay not to like the main character. Um, it was okay. Yeah. I would, I'll never watch it again, but it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, it was. One of the warnings at the beginning was unlikable female character or something along yeah. those lines. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that warning before, <laughs> but it, 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 it does prime you. You you are not supposed to root for this character. You're not supposed to root for the guy, even though he kind of just disappears. I think he's based on a real life person who was, uh, you know, uh, a complete jerk in real life as well. And you are supposed to reach, uh, you know, react properly to the trauma survivor, to the mm. school shooting survivor. But ultimately her purpose in the story is simply to, to push our main character to do the right thing. Even if she doesn't really. The, the biggest problem for me was the big speech at the end. Yeah. Um, 
it just was like, oh, what is it with this? Doesn't happen in real life. Nobody just sprouts into a you know rah rah speech. <laughs> just just like okay, all right. It's like it would have been much better had they actually confronted each other and had a conversation. And and because I, I did like the one where they were arguing like behind glass, so you couldn't see it. But yeah, having a big speech is just like I was. It's a bit American. It's it's very kind of it's, it's not it's not it's not something we it's not realistic. Oh no, it's not realistic, and it's not realistic even in American things. Like yeah. I remember, like even things like Independence Day, where he gets up and he gives this great <laughs> rousing speech of "We will find our independence." Like yeah. even we're going to oh, okay, it's a fun speech, but I don't buy it. Um, this this is a narrative device. This is yeah. not a. Um, this is a way Americans do it. It's supposed to be the wrap up to the story. It's supposed to be her explicitly stating what she's quote unquote learned because she hasn't actually, but she, you know, she, she says she hasn't kind of give us an impression of where things are going. It, it's not supposed to be, yes. Um, I don't know, Kim Kardashian or whatever is going to get up on Instagram and give this rousing speech about why she should be allowed to fly in airplanes for 17 minutes and then land or whatever the current thing is i don't even know if that was kardashian yeah that but, was that was um that was the ah oh, the the young the youngest one um, I, either Kyrie, way that's it. either way we're not going to get an instagram where she just espouses upon how terrible she feels and how awful it is and how much she's learned from it that that's not a thing this is strictly for storytelling purposes to wrap up the story because otherwise we'd have another hour of her just yeah. dealing with the consequences no it, it was okay it was it was fine for what it was um but yeah, so that 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 was, I think I gave it a three out of five because it was just like it was okay. It wasn't, but it wasn't terrible. I, um, my wife did at one point say, "When is this over?" So that was <laughs> at one point where uh, I was like, "Okay." So yeah, so um, <laughs> this is like yeah. The trouble with this type of movie is they do tend to get kind of like oppressive in in how you're feeling because there's there's very few bright spots in it, and at some point you're just like, I'd rather be doing something a bit more fun and happy and maybe even brainless, just blow some yeah. stuff up. And that, yeah. this is not that movie, obviously. No. And also just before we go off, I just, um, I'm not going to do a full review because obviously, uh, but I've watched a couple more episodes of under the banner of heaven because all the entire series dropped here in the UK on um, Wednesday. So I've watched a few episodes of that on there. Very hard hitting. It's hard to watch back to back. We kind of need a few days between episodes because yes. they're actually quite intense. I mean, the actors and stuff, this is top level actors, but it's very hard. It's very hard to watch. Yeah. If you guys have only ever seen Garfield, Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, <laughs> uh, this is a very different role for him. Now, if you've seen him in other movies um, with a similar yeah. bent, then this is in line with those. Um, the one thing I was curious, even when I was watching it, I'm not going to comment mm -hmm. on specifics. because I have no idea where you're at. And I honestly, it's all blended yeah. together at this point. Um, Mormonism and, you know, this kind of, uh, religious community is very american at the moment yeah. you know utah is basically mormon land large portions yeah. of colorado and so on but this is not something that you guys in the uk and europe very deal with weird. very much so yeah it, it feels of... very weird it feels very like intense it's just like we're not we don't really have this in the same level here and it feels quite like whoa this doesn't it's like yeah it, it um it's quite uncomfortable sometimes watching it because as like i say we're just not used to this on a you know, on a and it is it's this this whole. That's why we're probably finding this. It, it was very similar. Um, 
I think like we're watching like Filthy Rich was another one that kind of was very similar to this one. And also the eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, so, so I've seen quite a few of these things recently and, and it's quite an eye opener and it's quite, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's very interesting to see how all this works because again, we know it's just not something we see so much over here in the UK um, of how all this works. So it's quite strange um, of how far it goes because yeah, it's just, it's very interesting. It's, it's fascinating to watch because it's just like, wow. Yeah, it is very interesting. And how much the, the police side of things has to give way to the religious side of things. And like, yeah, well, technically it's our right to do this. But we if we do this, we will lose like all of our witnesses. We will lose, you know, anybody willing to talk to us and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it it is an interesting series. It is worth pointing out. It is based on a true story. So it, it's not just kind of going um yeah i think there might know, be the, some dramatization <laughs> uh, like i said based on a true story anytime you hear based on a true story you should automatically add on with things that make it more interesting as a hollywood story onto yeah. the end of that phrase you know uh, based on a true story does not mean it is an accurate portrayal of said true story yeah. uh, but no we're, i'm going to be carrying on with that one it's, it's, it's a really interesting um really interesting series it's, it's kind of very it's very gripping Unfortunately, I'm going to have a little bit of a tangent here before we mm. go off. Um, it's a bit of annoying, this whole thing with some of the release dates, especially for here in the UK and internationally of what's going on. Um, this it seems to be really hitting with some of these FX shows, like Under the Banner of Heaven. We got like, I mean, you guys had it a couple of months ago. We just had it confirmed the old man is coming at the end of September for us. And then it'll be weekly. So that's it doesn't end till November. And it's like it's already ended in the US it's like why are we being made to wait Mike and the new um, Mike Tyson series they're holding on to it until Disney Plus Day on the, and then they're going to drop six episodes at once to super catch us up it's like why not just put us on par with the US um, yes it's a little bit like what's and like we haven't got the bear We I don't know about the patient yet either there's there seems to be a lot of and reservation dogs. It seems the FX series are the ones like all over the place a bit at the minute. And they haven't kind of sorted out the, the global strategy. I don't know. And I would be like, I'd be saying, well, they just maybe don't want to put it on Disney Plus until it's finished on Hulu. But then why put it out in one country? It's it's very frustrating to seeing all this like, you know, not being able to like and it's hard in the show, I feel like, because you know, you got people not being able to talk about these shows properly. And then, like the old man, it's supposed to be really good, um, but it's like, well, I'm not going to see the finale now to November, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it is just frustrating with the. And there's a whole other thing as well with the UK release dates. For some reason, they've decided not to. They're not going to be giving out um, monthly lists anymore, so we're just going to be guessing every week what's coming. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, like what? Okay, we're just going to guess what's coming to Disney Plus now in the UK every week. We'll know the originals, but that's pretty much all we're going to know. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks and months ahead with the UK market of what we're going to be getting. Because it's going to be fun every every day of the week for me to find out what it is. <laughs> it's a mystery drop. It's a, it's a loot box drop every single day. Yes. Uh, yeah, I have to assume that this is some sort of distribution agreement that mm -hmm. FX has with, with another company, or maybe it's stuck in a limbo somewhere, because there's no other logical explanation for all these well, to be held on to. But it, it makes no sense because like Pistol was on track with us, but it's the it's it's like this weird thing of like it has to air on an FX channel first, maybe in the US. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I can understand it because like some FX shows are still going like we what we do in the shadows are still going to like the BBC over here due to existing contracts. I can understand with that, and Breeders goes to Sky over here as well. 
but it does just seem like really weird. Like FX have really got to, they they're not they're not they're not thinking global. I don't know what's going on with it, but it's a, that's a whole yeah. other rant about FX. But it, it just seems to me primarily. I mean, ABC shows aren't as good, aren't that great either. But yeah, it, it's something Disney really need to start looking at a little bit better for a global release for these big shows. I would at least like them to comment on it. Now, obviously, you know, we're coming up on what year four or something of of Disney Plus. You know, it's it's if they have not commented on it by now, they they're not going to. But this has been a common refrain even since the beginning of like, could you at least say we acknowledge that it is a thing? You know, we we don't need you to do a deep dive on why it is, but just go, we hear you, we understand it's a problem. It's our hands are tied at the moment, but we, we're working towards getting it so that we can do global day and date. That's all we need to hear, yeah. honestly. We it, just need it, to hear that yeah. they know. I admit it's like in some ways, and this is kind of the excuse of we need to sort it out an existing contract. Guys, you're going on for like three, four years now. The excuse is starting to wear, it was worn thin at that point. I've been a little bit like, well, this is a brand new series. It doesn't have any rights, any issues with it. So why is it? And it's just, it is just very frustrating of, of how, maybe they were signed up to a TV series deal and then they've got to, you know, they got to wait for it. To go. I don't know. It's, it's all very strange. It's all very confusing. And my main complaint really is I'm blaming Hulu. That's it's Hulu's fault for all of this. I I mean, I don't have any insider knowledge <laughs> on that, but I'm gonna I'm going to assume that's true. Cause that there, there's gotta be a distribution thing where Hulu is like, we have the exclusive distribution for FX shows for a blank number of weeks. Um, and then they can go overseas markets or onto other services. Yeah, okay. It's the it's the only thing that makes any sense other than like some executive going, ha I I had a bad trip to to the UK. I went to the beach and a shark bit me. So I'm just <laughs> not going to let them have shows. I, yeah. I don't know. It's very strange. It's just very, very frustrating for some, especially as well, because there's no way of knowing because the next show could be on time. And the next show after that isn't. I still there. And we've been and, getting shows late for years, but it, it is just very, very odd, especially because they can do it for the, they show they can do it. And it's especially frustrating because it means we don't end up talking about the shows. Yeah. We could have been talking about Under the Banner of Heaven months ago. We could have been talking about The Old Man. I think the final episode comes yeah. out this coming week. We could have been talking about what we do in the shadows. I know that's on BBC, yeah. so that's a different issue. But we could be talking about these shows, which... You know, they're, they're big name shows. They have big name actors attached to them. Garfield over in Under the Banner, Jeff Bridges and mm. uh, uh, Lithgow in The Old Man. And of course, what we do in the shadows got Taika attached to it. And we can't because you can't see them. Yeah. But also as well, it has an other effect of it slows down the conversation online because it's then only happening in one country. They, people can't talk about it globally. I mean, we have a, I have a couple of group chats and we're from all over the place. We're from all over the world. And we're all talking about Marvel and Star Wars episodes, you know, without any worry at all of what it is. But also as well, a big problem is spoilers because, you know, if a show comes out three, four months afterwards, A, spoilers might have gotten out there, but also sometimes... And this, probably the worst one is the show then gets put on over here and it's already been cancelled. So what happens then is the numbers do even worse because everyone goes, well, I know I am like that. It's like, oh, it's been cancelled. I'm not bothering with that. You know, I mean, we know Old Man's going to get a second season, but it is a problem sometimes with shows. We've had it with um, quite a few star originals um, where they've, you know, they've been cancelled before they've even been released 
Or are there any like one episode in this show's been cancelled? Well, I'm not watching any more of this. It's pointless. I'm not wasting, you know, it's like it might be good, but I'm not wasting any more time. But that's another rant. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, guys, thank you very much. We'll be back next week with another um, podcast episode. Obviously, you can keep up with all the latest news on our YouTube channel and on the website, what's on at disneyplus.com. You can like, follow, and subscribe. And we shall see you guys soon. Laters. Laters. Just like all the shows in the UK. Yeah. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.